This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on Twitter, on the, in the, in the, over the, under the, in the Sorgatron Media Studio. Ha! We got it. Ready to go here. We got a heck of a crew with us. First of all, from Studio D, the Daughters is with us. Yes. Still is Studio D. I'm Studio C. Well, you're still D, D from the C. <laughs> C from the C. No, that's right. Yeah, it's TC from the D. TC from the D. I gotta damn it. Can we put these you're, in the And we, you're M from the B. Can we we need to put all these in the document because I can't keep them straight anymore. <laughs> it's too much alphabet. How are you doing, Katie? Good. How's it going? Excellent. Excellent. Good to be here. Um, good to have you on the air. And back with us. Chilla is on assignment with Big Bank International <gasps> Esquire. So we have our friend from the iPhoneography podcast and also knows way more things about cars than I do. Um, <laughs> considering you know, considering we both love the film or work around them or the, the industry in some for sort. The, you are, you're, yeah. you're more for, for the same place. <laughs> yeah, you're more embedded than I am, though. Dave Potter is with us. No, thanks for having me on, Sword. Yeah, very, very I'm, I'm deep embedded. Deep, yes. deep in bed. <laughs> deep in bed. He's like, I'm a, uh, he's like, he's, yes, thank you. Dave Fonner, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us here. Uh, we're going to have fun today, as I can already tell this vibe. Uh, it is a, here's a warning. This is the Sorg just woke up from a nap vibe today. So uh, wonderfully uh, confused on where he's at and energized and realized that I forgot my coffee in the other room just now. So I might have to step away for a moment when I go to one of your awesome things. But anyways, this is the Awesome Cast, uh, coffee or not. Check it out on AwesomeCast.com. Oh, AwesomeCast at SorgatronMedia.com is the email at AwesomeCast on the Twitter. And of course, we are uh, have some great conversations at the Facebook group for awesome cast uh, and we also have a discord and a reddit if you want to jump in any of that and of course we are live every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern time it catches afterwards on the podcast feed of course wherever fine podcasts are sold uh but you can check us live on tuesdays at 7 p.m eastern on the awesome cast facebook the twitter streaming uh as well as the youtube um and you can stream us over on the uh twitch for sorgatron media and uh, we're back at it. Uh, we got it going again. We're trying out Twitter Spaces, uh, and and that is different because uh, if you tune in early enough, uh, we might be just kind of chit chatting a little bit before we actually go on the air. Uh, so that might be fun uh, as well. Or you can see, are they actually getting ready? Is there tech problems going on? You know, uh, and whatever. And, and also, we're not recording it, so we'll say whatever we want. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so so pause in there, and uh, and I don't and. and it's say i'm new to it i've been i've been listening to some other people's uh, uh twitter spaces our friend uh the rev ron hunt uh coffee with rev he's been doing tuesday and thursday mornings i've been listening to after he was a guest for us on our wrestling mayhem show last week uh and, and a couple other ones i popped in on uh so so we're, we're, we're experimenting with it see if it's another venue for people to want to you know maybe hop in the show uh maybe an easier way if you're on the road and you can throw your twitter on in the car or something like that on commute or whatever the case may be um however people want to listen I, and so so I, i'll give a shout out to terror 
<laughs> that's in the chat room right now uh, for um, over there on the on the uh, on the on the. Uh, Twitter space. Also, thank you to our Patreon supporters. Oh, and also thank you to uh, postindustrial.com that's been sharing the show as well. Great great outlet there for your dues in the Rust Belt. Um, thank you to our friends that are supporting the show at patreon.com slash patreon.com slash awesomecast. Our friends, the executive producer, Brian Crawford, who's been telling me on uh, on the DMs about uh, how his new uh, EV car is going for him. Uh, mm-hmm. Our friends at the Coffee Club level, Matt Weller, John Carmen, Cynthia Klossi, Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound. And on the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Potter, you! He's pointing on himself. Yep, there we go. I had to unmute myself. <laughs> uh, you guys can be a day partner too at patreon.com slash awesomecast. So let's get into our awesome things of the week. Katie, I'm going to let you go first to start talking about this uh, while I go grab my coffee and I'm going to come back and show them the pictures, okay? Okay, but you saw the pictures? I, well, yeah. Well, are these the ones you sent me from before? No, I just sent you them now. And oh, your text oh. messages because oh, they won't stay... Right. I learned that Google um, flipping or, or whatever um, Googly thing doc um, does not let me put pictures in any other direction besides sideways. Oh, so I got mad and walked away. Well, here, here, let me let me throw this nice picture on. You can talk about what this is about while I go grab my coffee real quick. Okay, I'll there talk really slow. Take a time. Hi. Uh, so yeah, what's my awesome thing of the week? Uh, yesterday went to uh, Simmons Farm, which is down by South Park, um, not too far from us. And uh, went flower picking, and uh, you go there, and essentially it's like I think it's like twenty one dollars, but you pay a five dollar deposit, and that twenty one dollars for a bucket and a pair of scissors that you will definitely not want to steal because they are dull as heck. But uh, you just wander around a field of flowers. Like the one the picture is up now is a bunch of different colored zinnia. Uh, there's marigolds. There is like a whole bunch of different flowers that you can cut. And you just put them, and as soon as you fill, you get, you get a little bucket. And as soon as you fill your little bucket, you're done. And um, I made a pretty decent bouquet that I'll make Sorg show us when he gets back with his coffee. <laughs> because I ended up transferring it to another bucket um, when I got home. Because it looks so nice in a bucket. Oh, look, they're moving all by itself. But those are the ones I cut. Um, you'll see all different colored flowers. You can pick whatever you want. If you want certain ones, you can just go with those. But uh, yeah, you get your steps in walking. So you can get your steps in walking around the field cutting flowers. I love it. I love it. Yeah. You sent me the. <laughs> can I say the thing I said when you sent me the picture and I looked at the, uh, or I think what well, I saw it in stories and I was responding to it right and I clicked through. Yes. And and I looked at their Instagram account. I was like, only attractive ladies are allowed in this field apparently. So. <laughs> It so. seemed like it. Like that's all when you look at the story. That's all that post pictures. Like that they're there, and I was like, okay, there was a photo shoot that was happening when we were leaving. Are you serious? But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it was like I think it was some sort of bridal one because someone was you know had a veil. I wasn't like a real veil, but a veil on, and they were wearing something else. And but um, yeah, so we've gone to Simmons a few times. They do have a little um, farmers market inside where you can buy Aww. veggies and other things, and um, they do pumpkins, and they have a bunch of the kids area. They have corn maze in the fall and mm. you know by you can go apple picking and pick your own pumpkin or you can pick a pumpkin they have up front and they do do very massive pumpkins so if you're ever like you know what i really want to own a like pumpkin that i can't physically pick up um <laughs> that's the place to go they always have them every year nice. i love it i love it so that's mm-hmm. si- simmons farms uh simmonsfarms.com two m's on that if you're looking mm-hmm. that up here independently on the audio feed so 
Uh, awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And I, and I, and, I, and I, as you can tell, I've been appreciating nature lately. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so I love, I love seeing that stuff. Um, Dave Ponder, what is your awesome thing? Yep. My thing is an app and I don't know if it's for Android. I think it's only for iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's called photo room. And what it does, it said it, its strong point is removing the subject from a photo kind of automatically and then it's giving you templates that then you can place that into so think old-fashioned photoshop you know Mm -hmm. what people used to do way way back in the day where you would take a photo and then oh i'm going to cut you out and put you in a magazine type thing but they have templates already set up for podcast yeah there's this one like this one here yeah there's me with awesome cast and a nice little outline thing going on there that you dropped mm-hmm. in the Slack. Okay, I think this is this is probably our. Uh, it's probably definitely our. I'm, you know, I'm just going to replace the entire format of the uh, of the podcast <laughs> art with this. Probably, um, that's pretty fantastic. So yeah, but the nice thing is that I that's a screenshot from last night's Mayhem Warriors. Okay, that I from video, and I just imported it in, and it's it, it does like a faux scan, like it's really scanning it, like. You know, so it gives you a scan and then all of a sudden you have the main image. Mm-hmm. Now, you could also adjust the mask manual if you want to. And then it has the templates where if you wanted to have profile pics, if you have an Etsy store, um, Mercardi already set up, ready to go. Um, you can see like the, the profile pic there. It automat- You know, it has the different mm-hmm. color combinations that you can customize so you can change the color. Uh, the one I picked just said podcast, so you can change the wording, you can change the color of the wording. And all the colors, they also say, oh, here's your standard color um, down below, but here's the colors that are already in the photo. Hmm. So you can say, oh, I want to use this fo- this color for the background or for the lettering that's you know the person's skin tone or the person's shirt or... If you have a purse, I want to use that as, and it'll select that, and you can select that automatically as an option. And there is a free and a paid version, but the free version gives you a good amount of options. If you're doing this as a, you know, using this for your business, I think the the paid version is probably worth it. You get a lot more options, and you get rid of the watermark. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it just for fun, um, I did one where uh, our um, grand nephews came over. And it was just a picture of them. Um, I think they were having some um, popsicles and re- and looking at and reading something. And I cut it out and I put it in, like in a faux um, magazine and just made the colors. And it turned out really fun. It was really easy to do, and it's right on the phone. Excellent. So, how much is that subscription? Uh, I have to double check here. I'm trying to look at it myself. Luckily, luckily it's really easy because when you open up the app, there's a button that says GoPro right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is either $10 a month or $70 a year. Oof. That's a, that seems like a bit for yeah. like one yeah. thing like that. I, I can't, I can't no, pay agreed. too much because we do pay for um, one of the one of the groups that I pay for. We do. Um, we have to do cutouts for. Uh, you know, tell a taste for boxing or MMA stuff, right? And, and there is like a website I know that somebody's paying like maybe fifteen dollars a month for that does all that work for them, so they can like yeah. so they don't have to cut out the pictures, especially if we take them on green screen like we did this last Saturday in Iowa. Uh, so you know, 
I can't, sorry, I can't believe I was in Iowa just like a couple of days ago. Um, but uh, it, 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 you know, it's, it, it's, it, so yeah, no, it's worthwhile if you are doing this on a, on a good basis, actually. That's, that's right. actually not a bad And price, I know someone, so. a friend of mine, actually, her main job is reselling stuff online, mm-hmm. either going to Goodwill or the Goodwill bins and picking up items, finding things which people threw away or mm-hmm. not threw away, but it's like, oh, I don't want this and I don't know what it is. And yeah. it's like, it still has a tag on it. <laughs> and we we did it once or twice. And it was like, okay, this sale has a tag on it. You go online. You're like, oh, this sells new for $150. Mm-hmm. And the bins you just buy by the pound. So we bought it for the equivalent of $2, sold it for a hundred and some. And you're making a hundred dollars profit on one item. Right. So, but, you know, so if, to- if, and I know that's like I said, that's her main job. For those one-off um, things that you want to make a to make it look a little bit better, like that's mm-hmm. definitely worthwhile for for something. Yeah, like and that. like I said, the really nice thing about it is it autom- it for like Instagram stories, Twitter. It's already formatted and sized mm-hmm. for that, so you don't have to worry about. Well, I'm going to put this on Instagram, so an Instagram story, so it has to be this size and this kind of aspect ratio, and this, it's automatically set up. It it does the work for you. Like mm-hmm. I said. The free one has a good amount that you can play with and do with too. Awesome. So I would say it's not the unlike some things the pro isn't one hundred percent necessary here. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. And so that is again as photo room. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like they the, there's a whole like large name. I'm sure they did for SEO, but uh, it's uh, photo room studio photo editor. If you're interested in grab that thing on iOS, and uh, again we're unsure. If there is an uh, a, an Android version of it, so um, well, you know. Uh, so my awesome thing, I say, I had a little bit of a trip this week. I made the most, try to make the most out of my trips. Um, I was assigned to do North Iowa fights uh, MMA um, for Spectation Sports, uh, great partners that we've been working with uh, live streaming. Um, and of course, you know, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to take a couple days to get out here, guys. I'm not driving 12 hours straight to go set up your show, you know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Uh, since I got to drive all the equipment and everything. Um, so, and I'm sad that this thing did not load in my app. Um, so, so, you know, making the most of it, I had some time and, and, and we, I met up with, uh, Missy coming back from, uh, California actually, uh, in Chicago. And, uh, you know, killing some time there. And I had a big recommendation from uh, Mad Mike over at the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Because apparently this was featured um, a little bit ago over on uh, Up, Up, Down, Down. Which is a, a you know, really good um, wrestler um, um, video game um, kind of kind of a show and site and play along and everything with Xavier Woods. Who now does stuff with G4, actually. Um, so this thing had... Uh, eight. Well, that's that's Dave. Here we go. There's the dramatic cut. Uh, had eight hundred over eight hundred video games and had a second loco- location with more pinball. Okay, uh, it was incredible. This is just one of the rooms. It was a meandering building. I kept just dis- walking around and discovering stuff. And 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 as you guys know, we've talked about it on here before. Our friends with PA Pinball. Uh, museum up there in Aliquippa, replay effects all these years. Like the experiences being at those kinds of locations that, are, that, are, that have been like the most massive collection of games that I've seen. There is still so much just walking around this that I saw and played that I had literally never seen before. 
Um, and you know, and some of the machines are like kind of duped up. So like, like there was like a machine that had me- like the the first and second arcade Mega Man game in them. Um, so they're definitely like I don't know if they're like ROMs or double boarded or something like that. And there's like a switch between uh, switch between the two of them. Um, so those are kind of cool. But but like stuff like I've never seen the Spawn game in the wild. Uh, that was based on the Dreamcast hardware that was also released for that. You know, I'm not sure if I played in the arcade WrestleMania, the arcade game, for instance, right? Or like, you know, this this Strike Fighter game I found. I played the entirety of the Atari Batman 1989 movie-based game. Which fant- Also, they did have Batman Forever. Uh, uh, you know, some Capcom games, the 3D Street Fighter game from the 90s. Let's um, say the Mega Man games. I-, I played the entire, and they're all set on free play, like Replay Effects does, right? Which I love that model. We can just go in and just go wild on this stuff. I, this Aliens Armageddon game that had like giant rifles, uh, played through the entirety of that. I- these hologram games, I don't know if you guys are, know these guys, um, but they were, Sega did these hologram games. You see the little guy floating there. Um, I have not seen probably Time Traveler or played Time Traveler in like 30 years. I think I may have seen it on the boardwalk sometime in the last decade. But this this was incredible. This is this is um um you know, and also they did have Dragon's Layer and Space Ace, both Dragon Layers and Space Ace. Remember the laser disc games where you have to hit the hit the direction at the right time and it basically just kind of plays a full motion video. That's pretty much what like Time Traveler did, right? Too. Uh, as well um but it, it was you know a hologram floating in space in front of you kind of situation instead of a screen and then there's a second game beside it um called oh i just had it up here um called holoseum which was a fighting game <laughs> that 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 you know it was like the weirdest tightest little you know but it was it was hologrammed right in the middle of the thing you know just an optical illusion kind of thing um it was very very cool um i i spent a good two and a half hours at this thing and again just played stuff that uh, i i just never had a chance to touch or hadn't seen in so long um you know so, things like the Super Mario Brothers um, um, arcade version, like the, the the Nintendo Super Mario Brothers, not Mario Brothers uh, arcade version that I remember from like the rolling rink when I was growing up, right? Like stuff like that. Um, they, had, they had punch out. They've never seen a full punch out arcade game uh, uh, out there. Uh, there was an F-Zero sit down game and I couldn't figure out how to get into it or I would have tried it. Uh, there was a sit down uh, uh, Sonic Sega All-Stars racing game um it was it was incredible uh so if if you're in the chicago area uh it's uh galloping ghost it was like 25 bucks for all you could play and they were open until midnight so um have fun with that uh it was like five dollars more to go to, to also include the pinball area which was again the building down the street so if you got a lot of time and and uh I tend to find myself in Chicago every so often. So I'm going to have to make sure we, we um, allow a little bit extra time probably for this in the near future. Um, so it was, it was incredible. And uh, just looking and take another look at the pictures real quick, see if there's anything that wasn't in my uh, thing. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely, definitely recommended. Here's a little, actually here's a little closer shot. It, it, you can't really tell because it was the hologram game. It's kind of 3d and sticking out there. Um, but yeah, you, you just kind of have this little screen with a cowboy that's, uh, traveling through town th- through time and things happen so quick and you don't understand it. It's not really a good game, but it was like such a gimmicky game that was like of the nineties. Right. So, uh, so, so check them out. Galloping ghost arcade. 
out there. Um, and they're, they're on Instagram and everything too. So, cool. Um, but anyways, so with that, what goes with video games but pizza? Our good friends of Slice on Broadway supporting New York 60 style. Yinzer made Beachview, Carnegie, the East End, and the North Hills. Uh, four locations. Thank you to them for supporting the shows and uh, being our guests when they're uh, when, when we're not all digital. <laughs> so, and we've actually had a few guests uh, in the studio over the last uh, several weeks. So, we appreciated not having to figure that out and uh, you know grabbing that and taking care of our people. Uh, so, thank you so much to them for supporting the show. Let's see what else we got in here in the dock to chat about. Um, do 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 do. Um, Katie, you got anything in here? No. Honor does though. I'm a chiller muted. You're, you're a muted. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I wanted to talk about the uh, have Honor talk about the uh, TikTok account where everything is edible when he uses a CNC machine. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I want to talk yeah. about that. Yeah, this guy. This guy is amazing. He is a, a culinary artist. I think he he does run his own school. Um, if you if you watch ever watch Food Network and they always have like the 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 cake de- decorating contest or you know when you make something out of food, the, I, I'm not saying they aren't good, but everything that they tend to do, you see like oh we have this giant wooden dowel, and we put cake around it. Or we put, you know, to, to make this giant thing, we put this other thing, but we have the giant, we have the, like, the wire structure. This guy, everything he does is out of chocolate. This is uh, so uh, um, he's, uh, Amari Guchon. Am I saying yes, that right? I have no idea how it's pronounced. We'll link it because that's going to be fun yeah. to spell. But the safe he's making here, it's all out of chocolate and it works. Hmm. Now, his little symbol there does look like the Avengers. I was noticing that, too, when he he put it in there. But he actually made, I mean, not only the the detail. First of all, it's just very soothing seeing someone do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And since it's on TikTok, it's not overly long. So he made gold bars Mm -hmm. to put into a safe. And the safe opens and closes because he makes the gears out of chocolate. So that's yeah. I mean, some if you scroll down the um, his Twitter feed, you can see like not only some, but he's making like these giant four foot st- statues, Whoa. and they're hundred percent out of chocolate, and it is just mind blowing what he does. And again, the thing that not only is it impressive in my mind, you know, just the whole creativity of oh i want to make this like he here's making a a giant sta- a statue of liberty mm-hmm. it's like okay what do i need to make behind the scenes to build up right. to it it's a structure yeah there's the structure and the structure everything in that structure is chocolate so the broads there are made out of the chocolate and you know it just you can see he's using a lathe here and Jeez. some of the other ones you can see uses cut he uses cnc and like edible gold leaf and it's a giant structure and that's 100 percent chocolate and it's not like i said and i'm not taking anything away from people you see like on tv or other places that use a lot of structural elements to it you know that aren't edible but just having that extra bit of um 
not only creativity, knowing, well, I have to make the chocolate this thick and I have to do this and I have to do this to get out of it. Yeah, it's... This is what I'm trying to get to the end of it. This is a phone yeah. that he's making that he can pick yeah. up. The, he can pick up the phone yeah. and pull it up to his ear. And the cord, like I said, all this is you can see it's it's made out of chocolate and it's just bitter fondant and it's very delicate. The, the actual dowel, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can see he, the bottom is a cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wow. picks it up every time. Yeah, and he he's, he'll, he'll take it apart and then he'll. You know, it's like, and you can see him using vacuum seal techniques here and everything else. Like, this is crazy. And this is, well, this is like, this is this part of like, it feels like it goes along with the phenomenon. I would, I would know I get stuck with the trailer every time it flips through on Netflix. The is it cake? Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Like, yeah. And I think Chachi's been watching that a bit too, right? So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, that's great. It's well edited and, and I love that they watermarked it and everything. Yeah, just like I said, the the combination of engineering and artistry and artistry Man. is just kind of mind blowing for that. So that is uh, Amari Gutan, A M A U R Y G U I C H O N. If you want to go see that over on the TikToks, geez, there's like mm-hmm. a giant. There is a giant like uh, where did I see? There's a there's a snake. There's a cobra. There's a big giraffe mm-hmm. that's like twice his size. There's an alarm clock. Uh, gumball machine. There's a swan thing going on, uh, yeah. and of course, like these have a like lamp. ten to forty million roulette, views. A, ru- a roulette, is that a wheel? Groot of sorts. That is a please uh, don't sue us, Groot. I think uh, <laughs> it's something. Uh, a chandelier. Jeez. There's an octopus attacking a a uh, a, uh, a lighthouse. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sending that to my mother-in-law. Because uh, she loves, um, she loves lighthouses. So I'm just gonna, we're just gonna make, we're just gonna open that can of worms there, uh, right there. Okay, that's just going out now. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that's incredible. That's that's. Yeah. I need to make sure that's on my personal account because I don't know what I'm logged into here. <laughs> that's cool. Um, excellent. So let's look at. Well, let's. We, we kind of teased about how you know more about cars than I do. Um, I, I want to talk about the EV NASCAR thing because there's very interesting yeah. things. Like, because you and I both work with uh, uh, Formula SAE, which has been leaning mm-hmm. more and more into EV, and then like even on in the background, it sounds like there's like really even more exciting stuff happening there. We know Tesla has a presence, and all those. Like, Katie, you were involved with a very fun photo shoot involving EV at Formula <laughs> events, actually. So, I'm like, like, <laughs> I, EV. I, I misrepresented. All of us work around this stuff, but. Dave's the expert. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. we're just like, that's an awesome car, and we're just like, yeah, but also it does this, this, and this. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, Dave. Let me know. Tell me more. Tell me what NASCAR is doing. So NASCAR, and I, I give them credit because Formula already has a electric only race track, race series. Well, a section so of it. Yeah, like a section of it. Yeah, it's not dedicated. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of runs alongside the the internal right. combustion right now, right? Right. Right. And but I mean, this is the big formula, you know, besides formula SAE, this is the big multi-billion dollar formula. We're talking about formula. And of course, everyone thinks when they think NASCAR is, you know, cars that look like, you know, at real cars, even though they don't. We understand that. Um, 
And did they all know how to make left-hand turns? You know, that's kind of the joke. But NASCAR, and this was a leaked document. And anytime I see the leaked document, I kind of wonder how leaked it is mm-hmm. and how much it's kind of on purpose leaked right? as good publicity. Because NASCAR's understanding, because they they hear from their, the people who run the NASCAR, NASCAR organization, hear from the car manufacturers. And the car manufacturers... If you notice, they're really pushing the electric vehicles mm-hmm. where, you know, Cadillac is saying we want to be 100 percent electrified, either hybrid or full electric by 2030. You know, um, the, the big cars that are coming out that a lot of companies, Kia, Hyundai, you know, the Chevy Blazer, they just announced and pushed out and they announced the. Um, the Silverado now has 150,000 pre-orders, which I know is small compared to the to the gas. But it's still, it's the next big thing. So NASCAR is starting to come out and say, I'm sorry. Still significant, I'm saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say smaller, but still significant, right. Um, But the idea is that NASCAR will have an electric-only series that will run next to, not as 100%, you know, not replacing the current NASCAR series, Mm -hmm. but it'll run next to the series where like last year they had what they call clash at the Coliseum where they ran inside the, the LA Coliseum and to make that electric. Hmm. So just in terms now they're, they're modifying it where they're making a much smaller, a much shorter race. So there's, they, everyone can basically do it on one charge. Um, it's going to be based on what they call the next, next car, next gen car. So all the manufacturers basically are told, here's the basic that you're going to make your car out of. So even though they look like Mustangs and they look like Camaros and they look like what you know whatever else, they're basically made out of the same car with the same template just so the vehicle itself is as neutral as possible so it's up to the drivers. For the electric, they want to make it instead of being, you know, where you're going to have gas changes for the internal combustion, they're just going to make it so it goes on one charge. But you still may have pit issues if there's wrecks, if there's tire issues. Mm -hmm. So you still have all that going on. They want to have regenerative braking. So they see that this is someone else who's like, when you think traditional, you know, NASCAR traditionally was a big V8 carburetor, you know, uh, gasoline engine vehicle. And now it's already, um, you know, set up to, they're saying, okay, we see the future. We want to prepare for this, or we see a possible future. We want to hedge our bet. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Cause you know, as we, you know, as you iterated and, and if you've watched Ford versus Ferrari or anything like this, like the, the racing isn't just for fun. Like it's for, it's a tent pole of technology for these companies, mm-hmm. right? So like if they're working, if Ford in Ferrari and whoever is working at that performance, like all that technology trickles down to what we have in our consumer. Like, so, you know, how much of in our cars are, are because of, you know, what they've done in, in formula and, and NASCAR mm-hmm. stuff that filters in, you know? Yeah. Uh, so now we're going to, we're they're, they're focusing on high performance EV on this level, right. you know, while it's always been there. I mean, again, student formula SAE and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and another, you know, you know, a series like that on that level. But that, that NASCAR is getting that is, is huge, huge yeah. on that. This is a 
this is good news uh, for the future of EV for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, I noticed in chat from Stephen, there is a comment saying the new Raptor, the new 700 horsepower Raptor pickup truck mm-hmm. has already been booked for pre-orders. And again, like I said, they're they're going hard EV, but they're not going solo EV. So I can see that, um, you know, I can see, you know, Ford's, they're still going to come out with performance cars. The Corvette will still be there. The Mustang, the Camaros will still be there. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll still be there, but companies are realizing, I, I hopefully there's an, I doubt there's that many people left from the 70s still at you know at the auto manufacturers but hopefully that well hopefully i think you'd be surprised enough <laughs> well that's true but because that's when american car manufacturers got slapped on their head, slide to their head yeah when you know all of a sudden the early 70s before the government said get small mm-hmm. the oil crisis hit the gap the, the i mean it's and, and just put it in historical perspective we're not near gas rationing right now no no you're not a matter of, oh, your your license plate is e- ends in even. You can fill up Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yours ones ends in odd. You can fill up on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and yeah. we may be running out of gas. So We're much of, so, my, so many of us don't know that world, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is a good thing. We, yeah, we, yeah. That's a bad thing to happen. But car auto manufacturers, the, the domestic Americans, they got caught flat footed. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, this giant change happened, and you went from cars that were these big, massive engines, and the only thing they could do quickly, cheaply, was to make V8s that had 150 horsepower, 120 horsepower for these massive cars. Right. And that's, but to get the gas mileage, that's what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. And then the quote unquote foreign cars at the time, you know, the Toyotas and the Hondas came and said, hey, we have these smaller vehicles, a little higher technology, because that's what we've had to deal with in our home markets. And they were able to smack the American car manufacturers inside the head. So hopefully they still have a little bit of that retained, hey, this could happen again. Let's get ready and prepare. That way we're not flat-footed. Oh, absolutely. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Um, and, and then that also, I mean, it also helps consumers, racing yeah. consumers to CEV. Maybe those mm-hmm. are because I mean I I hear you know I still hear the oh I don't know if EV is good for this that and the other thing I was like no like I'm not getting an EV it doesn't make sense for a drive of equipment to Iowa right uh you know like right. things like that uh, but but you know for people for day to day tasks and live in a city where there's an EV charger in their garage and stuff that makes a lot of sense you know mm-hmm. and it's just gonna step towards things and this right. is a part of it and it's kind of the 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 step towards the normalization of everything too so that's good to see. Very good to see. Katie, when do you see yourself getting into an EV? I wish sooner rather than later. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, but it'd be awesome in the next couple of years if we can get to that point where they're actually affordable. I saw, a, oh, my gosh, a ribbon. Ribbon? <gasps> mm-hmm. I saw one on the road Whoa. Um, two days ago. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I, I actually saw Tank one. Crafton Heights. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, that's a bit of a shock. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I see Tesla's like literally everywhere now. Like yeah. it's it's okay. pretty incredible. And and I'm sure there's there's other EVs not like I mean, you know, I don't think we're noticing I don't think we'll notice an EV uh uh you know the F one fifty, you know, lightning just driving down the road. 
because it's probably just going to look like another work truck. It does look like a well, we, we've seen it yeah. uh, in person until you they open the hood and put a coffee machine in it. Uh, so you know they get that or they run you over and we don't hear it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause, was that the first car that rolled up on me? Was one of those or like, <laughs> was, it was when like four cars rolled up behind me and I'm, we're like sitting there like. Where the hell are these guys coming? I guess they're bullshitting us, right? And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, hello. Oh, geez. Where'd you come from? <laughs> oh, God. There's the rest of you. You know? Like, how did five cars, large trucks, sneak up on me like this, mm-hmm. right? So You're a Hummer. Like, I should. Yeah, exactly. The Hummer's the one that you don't see coming. Jeez. What is this? That's our future. That's our future. Sneaky, sneaky. Um, and also, and I know Katie, you were out there for this. I, I didn't get to be out there for the EVs this year. Um, but you were out there when they were all running on the track, uh, like four or five of them at a time and how quiet that is. Yeah, that was oh. wild. That was really wild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing. So now we're going to have all these quiet cars and we're going to have to have contraptions that only animals can hear. So things don't run out. Of oh, the deer whistles, like they used to sell on TV, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Did you point out? Did anybody else know about this? Like, like I, yeah. you, you know, we're definitely from the neck of the woods where this happened. But you, you, <laughs> they used to sell. Uh, let me see if I can Google it real quick. Um, there were like these little whistle things that you put two of them on your front bumper, right? And and <laughs> and they, as you your car moves. Um, it, it would emit a sound that okay. the deer, that the deer would avoid you. Mm-hmm. I've never, I haven't noticed these in years, but holy crap, <laughs> they definitely still sell them. Um, and there's a Is lot that company of, in existence. Do we need to like buy some of their stock? I think there's just, there's just a general, like I just found, I just found a ton of them at Walmart and Amazon and and just the like Google shopping and stuff. I'm going to just click hmm. on this random save a deer whistle for under ten dollars over at Amazon. Apparently, on the Google thing, uh, yeah. And it's pretty much what I remember. It's just this little thing. Is this is this our awesome technology? But yeah, remember they were advertised on like television or something, right? Because that was a big issue at the time. We're like, wait, this new invention, so you'll stop hitting you, those you damn what? deer. I, I, you know what though. I wouldn't mind. I, I got. I didn't know about that because, but that would be useful for me because, literally. Now I live in Penn Hills, so I don't live out in the middle of nowhere. No, but around a quarter of a mile away from my house, I've seen two or three deer recently. <laughs> two or on three a main deer. road. <laughs> That's okay. I saw. <laughs> I had deer come up to me the other day, Dave. <laughs> Did you see this? Did you see yes, the photos? I saw, I yeah, I saw out? that picture. Yeah, I'm like walking along. We're I'm not <laughs> far from the O'Hare Airport, and there's this like great river and you know uh, strip of mm-hmm. like Greenland, and you like walk across a bridge, and there's like office buildings. It's crazy, and and I'm walking along. Well, first I got lost, and I'm walking along, and I hear a rustling. Like I got AirPods in and stuff, right? So, but I like see something out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, oh shit, bear! For some reason, that's my default. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, I'm new to this. Uh, but and I look, and there's just like a deer in the the just in the bushes over there like n- like not terribly far from me right and i was like wow that is like the closest that deer has not given a crap about me like that um and uh here's actually here's the video i think i have it popped up here hopefully it's playing um let's see you see he's on the other end of that tree and nope oh, there he is hello oh, hello <laughs> And he's just rolling yeah. along, you know, and, and like this goes on. He does not give a crap that I'm there. 
Uh, I think it's a little bit more. Maybe it's a different video. Um, and then and then I come up on this situation where the freaking deer whisperer is happening, right? Um, and 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 then I roll up on it and and get pretty close myself. Uh, so maybe that'll load in a second. I'm sorry, everything's in the cloud, so it's getting a little weird. Um, but uh, yeah, there's this is how close I was to it. <laughs> friend like it was fine like i was i was almost i was within distance enough there's my bottles um i was <laughs> this is enough i was trying to reach my hand out to it to see if it would sniff my hand like like just enough reach um but i had a bottle in my hand and i think that might have spooked it um but it, yeah it was pretty crazy that was the um that was actually marked with the catherine chevalier cavalier chevalier uh woods uh up there in chicago i, I mean we were you're in the middle of Chicago suburbs, so it's like they definitely are exposed to people a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyways, so you need your gear whistle on your bicycle when you're on that trail, apparently. So that's that should be our awesome thing of the two decades ago. <laughs> oh, geez, what else here? Um, Kitty, what, what I start looking up deer whistle videos, like, and then we're like, every news, there's like a bunch of news segments, especially in like the early 2000s, like two deer whistles work. <laughs> <laughs> Which were probably bought time on news programming at the time. Now that we know yeah. more about how media works, right? So Yeah, you're like, oh, mm. that's interesting. They just happen upon this product. Oh, oh. So like now it is funny because now you'll see things like that. Um, like John Oliver does this a lot where they will juxtapose multiple you know, local news basically reading the same, same script. Yeah. Right. Like, Which this is interesting. We, we, like, we, you know, the, Sinclair is notorious for this, for their local channels. Um, but like a lot of them are like, they, they sell these or, you know, they are sold these, you know, it's along with their advertisers or whatever uh, agenda, you know, you can call it, um, you know, medical or something like that. So, um, and, you know, obviously, it, but, you know, we wouldn't have known in the eighties, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we got our three channels and no, there's no reason to know that something like that would have been happening, uh, even if it was that into that bit. Um, Katie, you're going to be the story picker. I like this. I like how Yay, this, this is, is your, that's your job game. today. What do you want to talk about next? Hi, so I'm going to call on Podner again because I need to know about these batch edit of the iPhone photos because that really sounds like it would be helpful. And I just. I think what do we just get iOS 16 like within the last couple of days? I think uh, well, we got the beta. We we have beta. the beta. Yeah. We have the okay, beta. is that what I got? Yeah. 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 Is that what happened to my phone? Oh wait, did you one night? <laughs> wait, did you get on the beta? I have no clue. It was like we're gonna update, and I'm like, you do what you want, phone. Just well, okay, me. no, you oh, have no, a regular no, no, update. No, no, no. You have you're, you're you have like 15.6 yeah. or something. Yeah. Like okay, that. good. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I was like, I didn't think I was this cool yet. <laughs> that was like you dotting my coolness partner <laughs> no i of course not of course not no i'm worried because i know you use your phone for work and you probably should yes, not be on a yes. beta right now no. so i'm no, worried no, about what no, trouble no. what pain is in your future though <laughs> <laughs> no, let chilla live remember chilla is the canary in the coal mine let him do this so that we will benefit later we're like chilla what is that device that I don't get that shuts my entire house down? Okay, thank you. Uh, so, yeah. but Wait, anyway. So is Podner our chilla for today? Or Podner's living in the future? Are, can help us. Well, I, I'm reading about people living in the future because I only have one phone. Therefore, he, he, yes, I don't go until thing until I until I hear a few other people upgrade, <laughs> so I know it doesn't break. 
I might want to, you know, I mean, I guess, I guess I have some options here. Uh, maybe I could throw something on here. I have, I literally have five phones in front of me and an iPad. So, um, Let's put those back over there. Uh, anyway, so uh, um, so yeah. you're reading reports from the future, partner. What are we going to yes, be able to do in a few future. weeks? So when iOS 16 comes out, assuming it's not pulled. Now, one thing to remember about a beta is sometimes they put stuff in to see if it works and then mm-hmm. they'll pull it out because they can't make it happy. Um, you know, it's like, oh, it works 90% of the time, but it breaks horribly for 10%. Yeah. They'll say, okay, uh, we'll put that up for next year or it's not worth it. Or maybe but, like they'll, sometimes they'll do a point release later, won't they? Yeah, like they'll do that later. Say, they okay, it's not quite ready, but it'll be it, ready, you know, in November yeah, instead of it, September. It, it feels so like they've been doing. It feels like they've been doing that a lot more often lately, actually. Yeah. So, and that's because they've had too much kickback when stuff breaks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because when they sell, you figure when the new phone comes out, they sell, you know, what ten million over a weekend or some ridiculous number like that. So when you have 10 million new phones and you have the, you know, hundreds of millions of phones out there, if they put out an iOS feature and it breaks 1% of the phones, that's millions of people and very unhappy people. Mm -hmm. And the one thing we know, and admittedly, I'm an Apple fanboy, so you can yell at me for this, but um, news, you know, news and technology people love to put down. Apple device fails miserably. Yeah, yeah. You're on a bigger. You know, they love the show. You're on a bigger stage then. Exactly. Exactly. So, but now one thing that I, one reason I love using uh, third-party editing apps, like I use Polar, is I can do the edits and then I, there's a button on in Polar that goes, you can click on the edit, do copy edits, open up another photo and then paste your edits. That way you're like, okay, well, these two photos are kind of similar. And I just want to do the basic same edit for the both photos. So you can do that without having to recreate it. Well, they're bringing that to iOS 16, which to me is a very nice feature. That way you can just, you know, it's it's not true batch edit. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, batch editing is here's five photos and then do all these edits on the photos at the same time. This looks more like Okay, take the take the edit and then paste the edit on these other photos. Right. So it's a little it's a little bit different. It's similar to batch, but it's more one. You know, it's, it's a little more it's still intensive. But that's how Apple does it. They it's don't still something. Lie. It's still at least one step. To, oh yeah, to it make makes it easier. A little bit easier. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're if you're going somewhere and you're taking a lot of photos. And you want to do a quick edit. You don't want to take the time to do a, a very intensive. Let's say you want to throw something on Instagram stories and you just want to do some minor tweaks inside the photo app, which is a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do, okay, well, that one looks good. And all these kind of look the same copy, you know, co- go up, copy my edit, paste, 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 paste. Okay. It made it good. And it made it a little bit better. Maybe a little more vibrant, worked on the contrast, maybe got rid of some, um, some brightness so it made it a little you know a little nicer and then okay i'm done so i can go from here right to an instagram story or i can put it into a slideshow put it up on tiktok you know and do stuff a little bit quicker because that is the advantage of doing something on your phone i like it you don't have to download and do this and do this and copy here and paste it here and open it here and move over here then it's like okay i have this done i have this done okay i'm ready posting 
So, so Katie, you know, doing, you know, obviously you've just been through a massive photo project uh, over multiple events, and of course, I, I know <laughs> we're we're you know we've been intermingling our iPhone Pros in these. So do you do you see some advantage to this for some, uh, you know, at least a lighter version of your work or for uh, smaller events? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think more for like the day to day social media kind of photos versus mm -hmm. like the the ones that might possibly go to print and those kind of worlds because of yay raw um giant camera but um no but for like this is nice for especially like because i feel like and, and you've probably experienced this too with different clients they have a different look mm -hmm. like for their like you might have the contrast up higher on something that maybe is a little bit more edgy or you might have it something it's a little bit lighter if you're yeah. trying to be not as you know like there's so that would be nice to like batch edit a bunch of photos that way so you yeah. wouldn't have to like oh let's adjust the lighting okay this goes up and this goes down and like you see on like I, i'm sure you've seen on tiktok like how fo folks have been like okay this is how you get the selfie to look this way and it's mm -hmm. like move the f-stop do this do this do this. Mm -hmm. i mean like it's very much like you know lock here do this do this like and i think that would help so many other content creators who are like all right this is how i i take photos and like this is how i make it look this way so mm -hmm. yeah definitely I dig it. I like it. Uh, yeah, no, anything that kind of moves that along. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. so, and cause I mean, I know so much, especially the newer ones, like this is becoming the, the workhorse a little bit, right? It's where you throw in your video, where you throw in your photo. I'm throwing video from my Mac mini to my phone to process sometimes, you know, uh, yeah, especially with the apps to do certain things like TikTok, I'm trying to use more stuff on TikTok, like the, uh, uh, yeah, but anyways, that's a whole other thing. But anyways, uh, so that's coming iOS 16. iOS 16 is currently expected probably the end of September, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, because so. they'll they'll announce the iPhone, the new iPhone, probably second week of September, as they always do. Mm -hmm. And probably in that week or the next week, they'll come out with the new version of the operating system. Excellent. So who knows what they're going to have that's photo related that will only be on the new iPhone 14. Because mm -hmm. there's always that one little thing they have like for iOS 16, the cinematic mode, you can only use an iPhone 13. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, little thing, not 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 deal breaker, but enough to say, oh, do I really want this? Ooh, mm -hmm. Or mm -hmm. um, like if you're into the um, was it the ProRes for video? Yes. And <laughs> I've seen the option pop up on my phone. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, probably shouldn't do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> or the raw photos uh, popped up. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't, that's going to cause me raw, so much the, pain. So, I mean, the even Pro Raw is pretty nice. The Pro Raw is pretty nice and yeah. it's a lot easier to deal with. The ProRes video, I have no idea. Uh, um, pretty much I know similar. If you're heavy into it, similar concepts. Um, yeah. We don't. I don't exist much in ProRes. I I I I'm usually ProRes LT uh for for space saving in in most cases. I I can't think of anything we we capture more than ProRes uh LT, which is the, the lighter version of ProRes. But again, more or less the same kind of concepts of when you're talking about raw photos, right? Um so uh but but we, you know, I'm not working with anybody that um demands that high quality level. Um we're doing, you know, again, we're doing a lot of live to tape kind of situations um so like you know the cameras aren't taking prores raw they're taking whatever sony format is happening and it's going to be converted to whatever they're editing in later if they mm -hmm. use any of it for stuff um so and honestly most of it ends up on social media so 
<laughs> like, like, hey, we did this great show. It's a gif on Twitter, you know, and that's where most people are going to see it. You know, would you look at look at my feed from this weekend, right? Like, that's what it is. And we're talking to them about like, how do we make these gifs look better? And to me, it's just like, well, they're gifs. <laughs> so, um, and we were working on this workaround. I was like, oh yeah, guys, I, I think you're doing the best you can right now. So um awesome well there's so much stuff hey i want to give uh i uh, my brother pulled the trigger where i didn't i backed off i chickened out okay um i did not get a steam deck uh i canceled my order eventually after i started looking at it it didn't really make sense at the time um i may still get one i don't know uh but or i might just be playing cloud games and not care uh at this point but uh but he's picked one up um i'm I'm hoping to pick his brain maybe we'll get him on the show here in the near future to talk about it or something since he's got the hands-on um but i saw he got that today and he had a story actually in the uh in the um awesome cast group um talking about how how there was some movement in articles about how more were coming out uh from the pre-orders so um so so we know somebody with one in their hands we just need like some comeback stuff where like he comes in and talks about the steam, the steam deck. Uh, Brian comes back to talk about his EV car and like, you know, cause they're the ones living in the future right now. And, uh, <laughs> let them have travel back in time with us and hang out and let us know what to expect from the year 2000. Um, anyways, uh, Dave Potter, thank you so much, uh, for joining yep. us and getting all car and photography on us. No, thanks for having me on, Swerk. Always enjoy. Always enjoy being on. And Katie, thank you so much for bringing the flowers. Yay, some pretties. <laughs> and uh, Mad Mike already probably sent me my awesome thing of the week for next week. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, I got to be yeah. on there. Oh, yeah. A fun um, teaser. I might not make it. That's. I mean, it might not. But but uh, Hello Funko is doing a Hello Kitty pop that uh, the 10% of the proceeds, I believe, go to uh, Breast Cancer Resort. Or, um, <gasps> research foundation which nice. is one of the ones thumbs up for um but yeah it's a little breast cancer hello kitty funko pop so yeah he just sent that to me during the show that's awesome <laughs> now i have to figure out how to track that guy down <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh and we know you are uh, notorious for your uh, target hello kitty pop track downs so uh-huh. yes so uh, uh prof pod on the twitter iphoneography podcast and kate burry pgh on the instagram where you'll find out when she's gotten caught in the rain again. Uh, yep. So. <laughs> All the time. Almost did today. Yay. Oh, uh, yeah. After my weekend, I'm like, yeah, I'm just hitting the treadmill. I'm just <laughs> catching up on my TV. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. This has been your awesome guest. I'm at Sorgatron on the Twitter. You want to follow my adventures? I'll be heading to uh, Lake Harmony, PA. I get to stay in the state this this weekend so that's kind of nice uh up there in the poconos and we'll be working with maverick mma over on spectation sports our good friends over there so looking forward to that again i think it'll be my third time up there with them so uh in the past year-ish um so look out for that and uh keep one on everything going on uh and shout out hey go check out our friends at fishwithoutbait.com of course uh some great shows going on there and uh we have some cool guests coming up we actually have tim Votulo um coming up a local local artist i can't remember if he's been a part of this show or not uh, but i know he's been on that one before and re- i know i've worked with him on the jagoff's uh, streams during covid so i'm um, looking forward to some further conversation there and getting him in studio to do a performance hopefully so because we did it online and it didn't work out so well last time uh so thank you so much we'll see you guys next time you have been our awesome audience have an awesome week
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.